Welcome back to the Data Bliss Podcast, everybody. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. Got a lot to go over this week. Uh, honestly, actually, not that much. But, you know, those two games this weekend, um, let's just jump right into a recap. Yeah, a lot happened this weekend. Um, so, obviously, the first game, we had Kansas City beating Baltimore 17-10. to um, Close game on paper, but didn't really feel that way. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I think we were a Zay Flowers fumble away from it being a closer game than it actually was. Um, oh, yeah. Which, you know, tough for Zay Flowers from a dynasty perspective to, to drop that fumble, but it did feel like Lamar was consistently looking his way. Zay finished with eight targets, five receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Could have been two touchdowns if it wasn't for that fumble. Um, I think there'd be a little bit of a different conversation happening right now if that was a touchdown um but that's kind of my biggest takeaway from this game besides the fact that you know Patrick Mahomes incredible uh and I think the biggest story of the entire game is the Chiefs defense yeah obviously that was definitely a big play that impacted this game um but if you're Zay Flowers just go down right like you have one yard to go and you have four downs to do it once, once you just go down, like you always hear yeah, it. With, I mean, uh, in theory. <laughs> yeah. In theory, right? Like obviously the competitor in him wants to like reach and, you know, make the big play that, you know, brings him back right into that game. And obviously it wasn't the right decision in this case. Um, mm. And it usually is, but you know, you never know. There's been a lot of fumbles through the end zone and stuff like that in the last four weeks. So, yeah, uh, yeah, more than players. yeah, more than ever, we we should be talking about that. But, um, I mean, look, he's he's got to know that the smart play is to go down there. Um, if you're not getting in with your full body, then it's not worth it. Uh, because if you do make the mistake, obviously it kills you. So. In my opinion, I think Zay Flowers goes down. You know, they get a rushing touchdown. Probably they have four downs mm-hmm. to do it. Like what? I don't know. It. I think the Ravens did show that they. You know, they definitely could hang with the other top dog in the AFC. But Mahomes was in complete control of this game from the start. Yeah, uh, and first half offensively, Kansas City really stepped up, and then they kind of slowed down in the second half, and were pretty limited, but didn't really matter at that point um their defense had stepped up in such a way at that point um picking off Lamar Jackson when he threw that triple team ball to Isaiah Likely um and getting that strip on Zay Flowers were you know two huge plays I do kind of want to talk about the heads up play that we saw on the Zay Flowers touchdown um not to continue to talk about him but uh I felt like he wasn't necessarily running the route that was given to him. He kind of figured it out pretty easily. What do you mean by that? He ran like an up and out. And then when the uh, safety cleared out of the back of the end zone, he ran right into that open space. And it was kind of one of those plays where you like to see some from, uh, especially a young player like him, where you're like, this guy totally has an understanding. Are you talking about the other touchdown? Like where he actually yeah, the, scored? The real the real touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was confused on on that. I gotcha. 
Yeah, I, I was very impressed with that. I think that's something that I'm going to keep in mind this offseason. Um, potentially consider him dynasty buy, depending on the value. It seems like people loosely talking about him in a Kadarius Tony losing you the game situation. It's like this is not the same situation at all. No, not at all. Um, so could be a potential value drop off of this game, which is ridiculous because he put up 115 and a touchdown in playoff game against one of the best defenses in football yeah i totally agree um i thought he looked fantastic i mean he made Mm -hmm. a couple boneheaded plays with the taunt and the fumble but other than that i mean the dude went crazy i mean we can debate about the rule but it is the rule (laughs) it is it is the rule calling taunting maybe do it in the regular season don't call taunting in the playoffs like come on yeah well Either way, I thought he looked great, and I do think that he is a potential buy, but as we've talked about before, he's limited by Lamar Jackson because, you know, yeah. some game, some games he's going to throw for 150 and run for 150, and some games he's going to throw. And those are the games that we care about, but it's not every game that that's the first thing he's doing. Um, so that's why he's limited, but in terms of talent, skill... I think it's all there. Yeah, I think that's a good analysis. Um, what about Travis Kelsey? How do you feel about him? Is he maybe back next season, back at the tight end one, or is this just the new normal for him where he's a pretty good tight end through the regular season and then steps it up into the playoffs uh, and tries to get it done there? So I don't think that the panic – is all there because obviously he showed in this game um, that he, I mean, he looked like the best tight end in the league. Um, Yeah, he did. 11 receptions, 116 yards and a touchdown in a low scoring game. That's pretty damn good. Um, Mm -hmm. I do think that that's like, maybe you add a touchdown to that and that's the best stat line he's capable of. But I, I, I don't see <laughs> I don't care if that's the best that he's capable of. Exactly. Like, exactly. I take that every week. Exactly. Um, I think we've all come to expect, you know, Travis Kelsey over 20 points every single game. But the reality is that this offense is going in a different direction. They don't have Tyreek Hill. They don't they don't really have the other weapons outside of Rasheed Rice and Pacheco, but Pacheco just runs the ball. So I think Travis Kelsey is going to be sticking around. He's not going to be 20 points, but, you know, he's going to be 10 to 15. Um, but it's consistent, and he shows up when they need him, obviously. So I think he's just kind of hanging back and staying young. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that every time from him. Uh, if he continues to be a top three, top five tight end, um, you know, and especially picks it up towards the end of the season for the next two years. If he, you know, peaks out in the fantasy playoffs, like that's kind of exactly what you want. You kind of want your guy to stay healthy for that. Yeah. And this team's about winning. At the end of the day, they, they don't care if they're 11 and six and they're in the playoffs or whatever they were. Uh, yeah. 11 and six. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't care as long as they're in the playoffs because they know they have Mahomes. It's the safety blanket, you know? It's that Tom Brady-esque effect. Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess on to Tom Brady. 
What's uh what's going through your head right now? Oh, he's on pace for sure. Yeah. You think if he I, wins this one, I hate to admit I'd it, say but if it, he wins this one, he's ahead. No, because pace. no, because Brady had three by the time. Um, I think he has three like now. Oh, he already had three. He won him young. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think Mahomes also, is doing it a also, little bit more on his own. How old was Mahomes when he entered the league? I must have been twenty-two, right? I'm assuming so. And how old was Brady? I don't know. Twenty-four. Yeah. So. You know. But I think Brady Mahomes, had- you know, he he had that year where he didn't start. So you can't yes. really count that against him. And Brady did start his Sure, first I'm, year I'm just saying it's a year off. Right? You know, like the track is a year off. Um, but through the exact same amount of games, I, I know everybody probably saw that figure, um, that diagram, whatever you want to call it. Um, graphic, there we go. Um, but Diagram. Mah- <laughs> 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 um, so Mahomes had like 250 something touchdowns, 60 interceptions. Brady had like 160 touchdowns and same amount of interceptions. But the only difference outside of that was Brady has three Super Bowls, Mahomes has two. So yeah, it's because Brady's yeah. always played with a better defense than Mahomes has. Well, Mahomes but, got it this year. <laughs> he did get it this year, and I'm, I'm honestly a little bit excited for him. It's something that Aaron Rodgers never got. That's true. But it seems like whenever Aaron Rodgers did have the offense or the defense, he never had like the top offense. He had like two or three years, I think, with the top 10 defense, questionably even. Um, and yeah, you know, towards the latter half of his years with the Packers, Rodgers definitely struggled a little bit more. Yeah. But, anyways, Patrick Mahomes, he's good. He's on track. Um, but, you know, consistency is going to be the thing. That's why he's the greatest. Why uh, Brady is the greatest because he did it for so fucking long. So if yeah, Mahomes, if, yeah. So if Mahomes can do this for the next ten years, then yeah, he'll be right there. But I think with the stats that Mahomes has right now, he only needs like five or six rings to get the conversation kind of flipped to his side. If his stats blow Brady out of the water, I could see. Yeah. I could see a world. That that's I think they true. are right now. They're significantly better, in my opinion. But I haven't Brady. Oh yeah. Well, he's he's like he's like ninety passing touchdowns ahead. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absurd. yeah. I mean, it's insane. So, Mahomes will probably break the passing touchdown record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for uh, the future, and but. You know, I think Mahomes is going to be around no matter what. And I think we're starting to see their new identity as they kind of move into the next phase of his career. Um, You saw Brady early in his career have a lot of success, and then they kind of shifted to one side of the ball. And I think the Chiefs are shifting to the defensive side of the ball, which was how the Patriots shifted later in Brady's career. It's a good idea. Yeah, you can kind of balance the contracts on offense about a little bit more. You know that your offense is going to be consistent. Yep. Uh, you know, Getting rid of Tyree Kill, you don't have to pay him infinite money and you can step up with luxurious need and Chris Jones. Um, yeah, I think they're doing it right. And you get those rookie receivers in. Is there any concern 
you know, potentially that they might do it again if they get like, you know, if Rasheed Rice becomes really that dude, is there a concern that Rasheed Rice is not actually going to be with Mahomes for that long because they're not going to extend him? I mean, I know that's pretty far yeah. thinking like out there because you'd have at least three years. It's just too much um, speculation. But yeah, I don't know. But, it's something to at least think about. Yeah, sure. It's in the back of your mind. Um, but look, Rasheed Rice has been great this year. I mean, he had eight catches in this game, regardless of how many yards he had. Like Mahomes was going mm-hmm. to him. Um, and he looked good, too. Um he passes the eye test, and I think it's going to be him, Pacheco, and Kelsey leading this offense for you know the next few years. Um, yeah, that's a fair assessment. But that'll be halfway through Mahomes' career, which is crazy. But yeah, with with the whole second half, like they're going to have to do something to maintain it. I mean, he can't do it all by himself. He has guys around him, just. Maybe not mm. as many as other guys do. He doesn't need as many, but... Um, exactly. Yeah. I want to jump back over to the Ravens real quick. Um, what's next? You know, you have Lamar Jackson, and he's probably going to win MVP this year. You have an injured and aging Mark Andrews. Uh, I don't think he's too old, but he's going to be like 30. Right? How old is he? Yeah. I think he's going to be... He's 28. He's going to be 29 or 30, you know, by the end of next season. Um, I don't know what... They probably run it back with the defense. Uh, You see them making any changes on offense, or what do you think? I think they need to get him an offensive line. Um, yeah. their, their offensive line has a few dogs on it, but it has a couple holes. Um, and we saw that Chris Jones just absolutely wrecked Lamar Jackson's day in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. or sorry, in the second half. And then I don't know, because this is the tough thing is it seems like they have everything else. Um, I guess you could say they could improve at running back like do they go grab derrick henry um they could get Allen. and yeah and they could get some more wide receivers but then it's the same conversation as mahomes with you know you got to shift to a different side of the ball and you got to rely on your star to be consistent as a quarterback so yeah how does that happen um I, i don't know is the answer because Something here isn't working, obviously. It felt like they were only a few plays off of making this an actual game, but they lost. Mm -hmm. Do you see, you know, I think their defense is set up in such a way that there's really no questions about that. Their defense was unstoppable all year. Do you see any potential changes to their offensive coordinator, uh, Todd Monken? I think he came in last year. Uh, yeah, it looks like he was hired on Valentine's Day last year. Um, it was his first year with the team. We saw some pretty solid offense, enough to win, you know, MVP probably with Lamar. Um, but is there any concern about their ability to play, you know, into those tougher defenses in the playoffs? Um, you know, they're probably gonna. I don't know. I'll leave it at that. You know, like, it's hard to say 
because they had success and it's hard to fire a guy after you have an MVP quarterback. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's, it's a good question because I mean, he showed that he couldn't beat a really good defense when it matters. So, yeah, I mean, how many chances do you give that? Because it seems like, seems like the Ravens choke in the playoffs every year. It does. Maybe, I don't know. I would say if I was the Ravens, run it back one more time, see if you can make some improvements, give them another chance. But your window is kind of closing as well. It's not like you're going to have Lamar forever. Lamar's, uh, I don't know if his contract kicks in next year. Um, it kind of feels like every super high paid quarterback's contract is kicking in next year. Um, then you got less money to work with on offense and on defense. It's it's only going to get harder for them from here on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely going to be um, a t- like, they're going to have a hard time with free agency. Um, I think that they have to be able to grab Derrick Henry because they need some consistency at that position. It's the only reason they, they can't keep putting different types of running backs in the backfield. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not working No, Um, because some games they're awesome. Some games they suck. So you need some consistency because the run game is so important for them. Um, and we saw that they ran the ball eight times. They, and then two of those were backwards passes. Yeah. Two from Jose flowers, right? Yeah. And then otherwise Lamar carried eight for 54, nothing crazy, but solid. Um, so I, I think you kind of saw what, like everything that was wrong with the Ravens in this game, like you saw everything that was really good about them, but you saw everything that was really bad about them too. Yeah. Cause their That's defense hard. was, well, their defense was good. They didn't give up a single point in the second half mm-hmm. and they still lost. Like, yeah, it's just game just got away from him. I think it was just a difference in offenses. Um, which kind of brought me to that question about maybe change the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't think it would be a bad move. It could, it could be a bad move if you hire the wrong guy, but, um, I don't know. I think you're right. You got to run it back another year. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to move on from Lamar. So they're going to be back in the playoffs, you know, Every year for the next like four years, five years at least. Yeah. So they'll be back. It's just a matter of can they get past the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. You know, there's so much competition in the AFC. It's kind of concerning for them. Dolphins. Especially with some of these teams who actually have cap space going into next year, which is crazy. Like you have the Texans who mm-hmm. have a ton of cap space. Yeah, the Texans, the Chargers. Yeah, so not, the Chargers don't have cap space. Yeah, but there's so the many teams. Yeah, there's so many teams, and the Bengals actually have a lot of cap space, which is crazy. Do they? Yeah, because they're paying literally Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I guess uh, they haven't paid Jamar, Jamar Chase. Gets his extension. They haven't paid T. Higgins. I think they're kind of the doing it the right way. The best. Yeah, they, they are. Have, they have a ton of cap space, and we'll see what happens because. I think healthy Burrow is right that right back there, right? It's got to be. A hundred percent. Like literally no question about it. Uh, 
they're back. They got to get a new running back though. And the Browns can be good if Deshaun Watson yeah, figures the it out. Browns. There's not too that, many teams to in the AFC. Yes. That are good. Yeah. It's glad I'm not in the AFC. Uh, and it's crazy that Mahomes right. is just cleaning house. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, just always there at the end of the day. And back in the Super Bowl again. Um, you want to talk about the NFC game? Yeah. So the Lions got up big and ended up blowing it to the Niners. 34-31. Um, yeah. um, Lions had 24 points in the first half and... San Francisco had 27 in the second half. So that's the story of the game. Um, Jared Goff played well. Dave Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs outside of the fumble in terms of a fantasy lens. Um, Jameer Gibbs was good. Kind of that fumble did kind of ruin him though. Um, Laporta mm-hmm. was good. Amon Ra was good. Jameson Williams was good. But Josh Reynolds dropped two crucial passes and screwed them up. So pretty much all I saw about this game was that the Lions, which we all knew they needed some guys on defense and in terms of offense, they're pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, I was impressed with them. Remember I made prediction that San Francisco was going to blow them out. Um, once the Lions got up big, I didn't really see San Francisco having that ability to come back, um, you know, with Brock Purdy. And, and it was very impressive. I think the Lions run game was even better than I gave them credit for throughout the season. Um, really interesting to see Jamison Williams get worked into the run game. He had that crazy 42-yard touchdown, uh, you know, first touchdown scored and just showed that he – he may not be completely dead from a fantasy perspective yet. Um, probably somebody that I'd still be looking to move off of um, rather than acquire. But yeah, uh, Dave Montgomery looks like he's going to be there to stay. He averaged 6.2 yards per carry. And Jared Goff had a pretty good game with 273 and a touchdown. Yeah. And to our point that we made last week there's a hole in san francisco's defense too yeah yeah there is um which will be interesting i think i think you know this game against the chiefs is either going to be super low scoring or super high scoring and i don't think there's an in-between i'm i really have no idea it's so hard to predict you know brock purdy um, I think the 49ers might get just absolutely run out of the building because it feels like last time the Chiefs were, I mean, and I don't want to get too far into our prediction because we're going to waste the whole episode, but last time the Chiefs were <laughs> in this situation, um, they didn't have the same defense. That's kind of where I'll leave it. But they also had a better offense. I know, but... I think their offense is good enough still to go against the 49ers while their defense is now good enough to stop them versus before they had to kind of go toe to toe. Well, before they were playing Jimmy G. That's true. (laughs) And Jimmy G went for what? 28 points or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the stats up in front of me, but 
He's pretty solid. So, I think we both probably think Brock Purdy is better. Yeah, I do. I think. And plus, they have McCaffrey now. All right, let's not waste the entire preview Come episode on. right now. <laughs> I don't know, you're just getting me fired uh, yeah, up. They do have McCaffrey now. That is a very, very good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I don't think there's an in-between in this. It's either nothing's going to happen or a lot, and I think it's going to be a lot. I hope so. Uh, I tend to hate those Super Bowls where they're low-scoring. Rams Patriots was my least favorite Super Bowl probably of all time. Me too, and we won. Uh. <laughs> 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 so... I mean, I, I'm sure you saw a few of these guys got really involved this week on the 49ers side of the ball. We already covered the Lions. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 90 yards, two touchdowns, was very impressive. Um, Brock Purdy finally kind of threw that interception that kind of felt backbreaking, but then ended up not being. Uh, somehow he gets bailed out again. <laughs> He's a gunslinger, um, dude. He is. He is. And that's... Yeah, that's something that I'm going to have to start to realize a little bit more. I think it was really interesting to see Debo be as involved as he was this week. Uh, he had three carries plus another eight receptions. Three carries didn't do much, but there are some opportunities on the ground for him. Um, I think that kind of showed why, I mean, not to like discredit the Packers, but Probably why the Packers were able to keep it so close last week. Um, then Brandon Ayuk had the ridiculous 51-yard helmet catch. The helmet bonk catch. That pissed me off so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I don't know about that. Like, He's great, but that was that was probably the luckiest play like, I've ever seen. That was <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Like David Tyree at least got his like hand on the ball while it was in the air, and yeah, this was Edelman got his fingertips. Face. But Jesus Christ, yeah, just a complete deflection, and I was like, come on. But yeah, I wanted the Lions in this one, and sucked. But um, San Francisco is a really fucking good team, and they're gonna come out in the Super Bowl ready to swing. Um, Kittle's back in the Super Bowl. You saw that video, obviously, of him being like, I'll be back here. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. Said it like a hundred times. Dude's a, <laughs> dude's a psycho. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> but, I don't know. Two very, very talented teams. Two very good coach teams. Um, and I think it'll be an exciting year next year for the Lions. Um, I don't, I don't think that they're going to live up to this again next year. I don't think they're going to make it this far because I think there will be some regression with their OC probably leaving. Um, well, yeah, but I still think they'll that, be good. I think one of the, yeah, but I think one of the biggest things is we're probably going to see a step up from the bears. Almost no matter what happens, the Packers are going to be a better team next year as well. At least a little bit more consistent with year two of Jordan love. So they're not going to like, I mean, and they didn't steamroll the division this year, but they're definitely not going to steamroll the division next year. Agreed. Um, so I, I think it's going to be I, harder for them to get a higher seed. Yeah, and I don't think the Vikings will be bad next year either. 
Um, I do. Is the <laughs> is the NFC uh, North the toughest division in football now after this off season? No, I think next year. Well, I don't know. I want to say that the AFC uh, East. West West <laughs> takes a big step up with Jim Harbaugh. Uh, you know, another year of Sean Payton, maybe they move on from Russell Wilson and get somebody else. And then you obviously have the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and the Raiders are the most mid-team in the world. Um, well, the Broncos can't afford to get anybody else. Yeah, I don't know. It really depends on if the Broncos are good. I think that division is great. I think there's an argument for the AFC East. Um you know, beyond that, I think it's NFC North. And then that might be it. AFC South, maybe with Anthony Richardson back. Maybe, but the Colts, we know they have holes. Yeah, but if the Colts are good, you have the Texans run it back. The Jags are stepping up. I forgot the Jags even when we were talking about that playoff conversation. Um. And, you know, the Titans aren't going to be as well coached next year. So that might be the one kind of outlier. But there are a bunch of divisions with three solid teams. That's that's pretty brutal. And then there's the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three terrible teams. I think, yeah, the Saints probably regress next year. I think we should do some divisional breakdowns. I know we were talking about doing teams, but we can just go through each division and, and do an episode on that or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but one thing I, I do want, no, I think it's a good idea, but I think one thing that we should point to with that is with so many of these teams being good, I could see a guy like, like you mentioned, Anthony Richardson, I could see him just being like a absolute fantasy points monster, but, Never really, never able to make the playoffs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I could absolutely see that happening, but they did they make the playoffs this year? No, they didn't. No, because they lost to the Texans in the last week. Yeah. Um, the fact that they were so close, close <laughs> with Gardner Minshew, um, was enough to kind of make me take a double. You know, checking them, but we'll see if Anthony Richardson comes out the same next year. Maybe he's just an injury-prone guy. Um, you know, maybe this happens again. Yeah. So, is there anything else um, about the either game really that was significant to you? No, I think we we covered about as much of that Chiefs Ravens game as we possibly could have. The other <laughs> side of the games is a little bit less interesting. I think the future of the, the, the lions is pretty clear though, to a lot of people, there's not as much, you know, speculation. There's no massive quarterback extension coming in. I think they do have to extend golf, but it's not going to be, you know, Lamar Jackson money. Um, and then the 49ers are also like a pretty well-established team, just running back kind of the same core, uh, switch at quarterback and a little bit of, you know, switching around in their defense. And I guess they added Christian McCaffrey, but 
a lot of the 49ers are the same and have been the same for years at this point and will continue to be. Yeah. Um, All right. Wait, wait, wait. Here's a question. The one thing, well, the one thing, the one thing we never covered was the decision to kick a field goal and not kick two field goals. That's the one thing we didn't hit on. Wasn't it kick one field goal, go up by three possessions? Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand the analytics and stuff behind it, but like, I don't know about that. When you are an underdog, I think you have to, you know, take those points where you can get them, especially in the playoffs, especially against a team as explosive as the 49ers. Really depends on the like opposing offense. Yeah. So personally, I thought that the first one that they did kick before the half to go up three scores, I think that's the right decision. Um, mm. As far as uh, the second half goes, when they're on like the 30-yard line, um, they definitely should have been kicking there. You have to get the yeah. game. You have to get the game within a score. Yeah, it was. Um, I like the you know kind of attitude and style by Dan Campbell, but no, like that. It's so easy to say like that's a bad decision in hindsight. Like if that worked out for them, we would not be talking about that at all. Um, or we would have been talking about how it was a great decision, but well, one of them was Josh Reynolds' fault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of got a game plan for some of your more star players. Maybe that's the lack of a wide receiver too that we talked about in the betting preview that really came to bite them. I mean, Sam Laporta kind of acted as that guy, put up ninety-seven yards, but. I think you have to have somebody that you can go to in that situation um, outside of Laporta and Amonra. And I think they maybe figured that out this offseason. Maybe they run it back. Yeah. You know, Brady always had uh, Gronk and Edelman, but then he also had, you know, Amendola, Chris Hogan, other guys he could rely on. Um, yeah. So I think Mahomes has those yeah. guys. Mahomes has those guys. You think Mahomes has those guys? Marcus Valdez Scantling made the biggest catch of the game. Maybe you not the think, biggest. <laughs> you can rely <laughs> on Marcus Valdez Scantling week in and week out. No, but I'm saying I was Packer, have... I've been a Packers fan for for years. He's <laughs> he's not that guy. <laughs> no, but I do think that Mahomes has you know a couple guys he can go to with the ball outside of Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. I don't. I kind of need to see more from those guys. Uh, I think Noah Gray used to kind of be that guy sometimes, but he only well, had two receptions for eight yards. Well, how many times does he go to like Justin Watson or um, he goes to Scantling sometimes? Like in that case we just saw, but he also was dumping it to uh, yeah Noah Gray and Pacheco a little bit. Yeah, Pacheco really stepped up there. I don't know. I, I still think they need to bring in somebody um, a little more reliable, just a guy that can catch the ball all the time and be a little yeah. bit more open. But yeah, I think Mahomes is good enough to make that not a noticeable issue. Yeah, I agree. And I think that with the Lions, it's a similar thing, but you don't have Mahomes. You have a 
pretty solid quarterback who played really well this year. And, you know, he needs tiny bit extra help to put him into a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the future is bright for the Lions. Yeah, I was going to ask kind of on that topic. Who do you think gets a ring first? The Lions or the Ravens? Yeesh. Yeah, it's not easy. I have a take, but I don't know if it's the right one. All right, let me hear it. I think it's Lions. And I think that's because they're in the NFC a little bit. Yeah, that's part of what I'm thinking. Also, because they're not going to go into that situation where they have that massively overpaid quarterback. They're kind of running that. And I don't want to call it the Baker Mayfield model, but it's the Baker Mayfield model. Or you can even call it the Brock Purdy model. But, you know, Brock Purdy is such an exception to that because he's so underpaid right now. Um, but you have like a, a really great game manager. I would say it's the Jared Goff model. It, yeah, I guess it's the Jared Goff model. He's probably the best at it, but a really great game manager, surround him with good weapons, and then put a good defense on the field. I think they need to step up their defense, but maybe once they get there, they could have won this game if they had a better defense. Imagine if they hadn't missed on Okuda. Yeah, Okuda is... Is he on the Eagles now? I don't think so. Even in I the league? Where did they trade him to? I thought they traded him. Or was it Pittsburgh? I thought it was like I thought Carolina. it was uh, Philadelphia. Falcons. You're more right than I was. At least he's on the Falcons now. Yeah. <laughs> Google says, Okuda good or not good? <laughs> <laughs> What does it say? <laughs> He's so bad. Amongst quarterbacks with at least 100 snaps played, Akuda ranks number one overall in completion percentage over expectation when targeted. Jesus. At negative 27.3%. The expected completion is 0%. So that he's is awful. Jesus. But imagine if they hit with that pick. Yikes. I think Devontae Adams ruined Okuda. (laughs) (laughs) Ruins a lot of guys. Yeah, he does. Well, you want to go over anything else before we call an episode? Well, we got what the fuck Wednesday on Wednesday. Yeah. So I think we're going to talk about some football stuff, but then we might also just talk about random sports stuff going on around the, you know, the sports world. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about some NBA stuff. Um, maybe a little golf for me. <laughs> but uh, we're just going to talk about sports in general. I think one of our other main focuses will be the NBA. Um, just because it's, you know, it's going to be postseason the NBA before you know it. And there's not yeah. going to be a ton going on with football. So we'll cover what we can with football and We'll cover everything with football. Yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. not enough football to, to take all the yeah. episodes. So, yeah. There, maybe some XFL. Maybe some 
Please, God. No. Uh, it's NCAA uh, basketball. Probably no hockey. I'm. I'm I don't know anything that. about hockey. I like hockey. It's cool, but no. I don't know anything either. I. I it's so much. It's like an entire additional NBA. That's a lot. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about some football stuff, you know, recent news and stuff like that on Wednesday, but whatever else we want to bring up and, uh, feel free to submit, uh, like listener FAQs over on Twitter. Um, and we'll get to some of those. All right. Yeah. Let's call an episode. Thanks everybody for listening.